Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the Amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener, Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in Holbein, Ground, and even Evil Single Serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. This is the voice of the Unbreakable Spirit, your go-to commentator for all things professional wrestling. And I am the Executioner. And together, we host At Odds. We talk about everything pro wrestling related in and out of the ring. Upcoming pay-per-view matches. The regular WWE releases. So many releases. And how the Raw and SmackDown Tag Team Championships were unified on network television. We have new episodes every Friday. Join us for At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit. And I am the Executioner. Dude, are you seriously interrupting me while we're recording the ad? I can't help it. I'm a heel. It's my job. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. And now. The When Words Fail, Music Speaks, Interview. Hey, everybody, welcome back. Welcome to When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast, uh, where, we t- where, we, where we fight depression with the power of music. I am your handicapped host, James Cox. And I have a very, very special interview for you all today. Uh, I, I've been wanting to, to interview him for a long time. Uh, so it's a real honor for me to interview him today. Uh, but first, let me tell you about him. Riggs uh, joined forces with Rob Zombie in the 90s and stayed with him until, until the early 2000s, eventually leaving in 2004 uh, when, Ro- when Rob Zombie was largely focused on film rather than music to start a, uh, to start a project of his own. Riggs, songwriting and crunch. Crunching guitars can be heard on Rob Lumby's Hellbilly Deluxe, American Music Strip By, The Sunday's Urge, and Past, Present, and Future Records by Rob Lumby. Named after the Rob, the, the, named after a song from Rob Lumby's Senator Urge, Scum of the Earth, favors the sort of rhythmic, industrial influenced, mild, funky, hip hop minded alternative metal that Riggs owned. During the Rob Zombie days, he has released three albums: Blah Blah Blah, Love Songs for the New Millennium in 2004, Sleeves in 2007, 
and the devil made me do it. And in twenty, uh, was it twenty thirteen? Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve. Thank you, sir. Um, as well as four singles, including the most recent single, "Cigarettes of the Mesopotamia." Really, it's just two weeks ago on twenty, um, July twenty fifth, twenty twenty. That awesome. This song is badass, I gotta tell you. That for, first time and foremost. That's that's the that's that's where it's at. That, that song it's 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 very uh very energized and uh, you can really um bang your head to it tremendously. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks. Much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Uh so you're in Branson, Missouri right now or are you somewhere somewhere in the other United States? Yeah, Branson, Missouri. Branson, Missouri. So, uh, you have a tattoo shop in Branson, Missouri, which opened in two in two thousand eight, and it's still going strong today. Um, called the Riggs Monster, uh, Monster Inc. Monster Tattoo Shop. Yes. Yes. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the shop and and uh, like summary what what tattoos do you do there? Do you do all tattoos or do you just do mainly like 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 monster monster tattoos. Uh, yeah, no, all kinds. All kinds. And yeah, and it started. I had a friend that was a tattoo artist that came over to my house way back in the day and uh, was just looking around my living room and said, "This would be this would make a cool tattoo shop." Yeah. So, just basically made my, you know got a spot in a mini mall and made my living room in a mini mall. And that's how it started. And then it's still going, you know, 14 years later. Nice. Nice. So I, so I, I, I think you always had a fascination for like monster movies, just like Rob Zombie. And I, I and I do, we, I, you know, I, I, I always loved the whole, like the horror genre and everything. Do you, um, I guess that's where the, where your inspiration for this monster monster tattoo shop took a place, right? For as from like monster movies and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a lot of other names that wouldn't go over well in a you know Bible Belt yeah. tourist oh, yeah. town. Yeah. yeah. So I went through a few of them. You know, I, I was trying to name it uh, after a. Scum of their song off that album Sleaze Freak called Corpse Grinders. Yes. And I thought Corpse Grinders would be a cool shop name, but people, you know, were like, yeah, you can't call it that. You know, all all kinds of names. And so the monster tattoo, that was just the, you know, name that, that freaked people out. And still, you get the idea of the vibe of the shop. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, it sounds like 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 some people really, um, really take to monster monster movies. Some people just don't get it, man. You know, it's it's not 
you know, monster movies are not for everybody. But but speaking of monster movies, what is your number one monster movie of all time? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have one. I mean, uh, I have a lot of, you know, now that I'm getting older, you know, their movies when I was a kid are kind of different than now, you know. So back then, you know, obviously like the Evil Dead, yeah, Motel yeah. Hell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like tons of them. And then in the newer, you know, in more recent times, you know, like Insidious, The Conjuring, you know, really I like those insidious movies yeah and yeah i don't know i don't really have a favorite one i just have tons of favorite ones i do have (laughs) lots of favorite ones yeah i do have a question about your about your um pigskin guitar um was that inspired by the the texas chainsaw massacre because it looks all like cut up and eaten up and bruised and was that inspired by texas chainsaw yeah, it's yeah. kind of a mixture between that and Ed Gein, which I think they probably got the Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre from. Yeah. yeah, the serial killer that made, you know, lampshades, yeah, stuff of, out of out, people, out of flesh. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, have you seen the newest one yet? The the one in uh, twenty fourteen, the one that just released. Uh, no, I haven't seen uh, that one yet. It's okay. I, it, it's like the trailer made it seem, uh, I don't know, like weird, yeah, political. I don't know, like instead of just being a cool movie, it's like seemed like it had a lot of politics in it. Just from the trailer, I don't know. Yeah. It could be really good. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking that it's very modern now, you know, because um, there, there's a there, there's a the scene where they pull out all their phones and uh, go Facebook Live. It's all it's weird, but at the same time, it's it makes sense. Now nowadays, but yeah, I I kind of liked it, so you know, so I think you you were too, you were too. Um, so, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, yeah, do that, please, and tell me how tell me how you like it. So, uh, so we all have fond memories of of experiences in life with music. Uh, could you tell us one of your most fondest memory um, experience, including music? That's a tough question. Yeah. Fond memories. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. No. I just, I don't really have that many fond memories of anything, but I, you know, I just keep on keeping on, you know, keep trucking along. Yeah. Paying bills, living life. Hey, man, that's the way we got to do, you know, sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's hard. I don't, and, I don't... and music makes it better, you know, for, for me at least, music makes everything better. Um, when I'm down in the dumps, you know. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So, so you started your music career when you were 19, um, when you were when you started out being the guitarist and lead singer. Oh, uh, which which one of those two are you most comfortable with? Are you most comfortable playing the guitar, or singing, or or or? Oh yeah. Are you? I mean. No, I hate doing vocals. I'd rather just play guitar. Yeah. And I try to find people over the years to do vocals and and I just again like just too busy with other crap to get it together and but yeah I'd much rather just play guitar yeah that's why I started doing that uh, zombie boy band with that uh, he's yeah, like that with some guy named fashion Rob. model yeah 
and you know he was gonna do vocals. And he, you know, did weird, creepy sounding vocals, and yeah. I was just stoked that I just could just play guitar. And but then he fell off a balcony, and that was the end of that project. Oh no! Okay. Um. Well, I, oh, okay. So next question I got from Wikipedia. So tell me if this is right or wrong, because anybody can write on Wikipedia. Um. So your first band, the, the Meal Tree, um, only released um one four track demo titled "Artists of uh, Artists of Misery." Uh. So what's the plan released on releasing more with with your first band, the the Meal Tree? Demo tree. Demo tree. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's I was just a teenager, and <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember really any of those songs. Oh, but yeah. it's a pretty good story about the name of the band, though. Like, whenever I was younger, teenager, I got put in the mental institution a couple times. And there was this girl in there that would draw the, these creepy pictures of this creepy little girl that lived in her head. And her that was her name, Dimmeltree. Dimmeltree. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where so, they uh, came from, huh? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, that'd be a cool band name. Yeah, and it is. It is. Cause, because I never heard that word. Yeah. I never heard that name before. So that's interesting. Um, so you also, um, you, you also play with the band Screw. Um and you played on the Root Awakening tour supporting um, the album Root Awakening. I, I guess it's the Root Awakening tour. I, you know, I don't know what it was called. But uh, could, could Yeah, with Prong. The, Prong, okay. The Root Awakening album. I just did the – I played live guitar during that album cycle. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess when you played with Prong, uh, that's the first time you met with, with, with John Timbusta. Who 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 play who also did play drums on on for the Rob Zombie band? Yeah, no, John Tempesta didn't play drums in Prong. Ted Parsons was the drummer in Prong, okay. and but <clears throat> the management company that managed Prong also managed Pantera and White Zombie, oh, so okay. we, we were just kind of always around each other, right. Throughout Wikipedia, did get that wrong because they said that John played with you during prong at the same time you were playing, so they did get that wrong. So, which is yeah, Wikipedia is just yeah, it, the Wikipedia is junk. Anybody can write it, you know. It's like you know, I can go on and make make up stories, then you can too. <laughs> but, but yeah, you can, but I can't. I go on there and try to fix stuff, and they take it down because I'm they say I'm too close to the source, and yeah. it's just I'm like, this place is a freaking joke, yeah, but it's you. How 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 can they say that you're wrong when when you're talking about yourself? I don't get it. I don't. I was trying to get some stuff taken down because I was doing an interview and they were, you know, getting stuff off the Wikipedia, kind of like you are. Yeah. So I'm like, man, that needs to come down. And they say there's a reference, you know, on the Wikipedia they say there's a reference to that. I'm like, you know, I don't care. It's wrong, and they don't care because there's a reference. So it's just like any other media source. It's just you know, a joke. Right. And then they try to get you to give them money anytime you go on there. It's also a bigger joke. Yeah. They, Hopefully it just crashes and burns and goes away forever. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of great information in it, but most of it's, man, I tell you what, 
and we, you know, people have got to fix it, you know. I don't know. Well, uh, so when you met Rob Zombie, you met him at a WWE event, correct? Yeah, I can't remember. We, we, uh, we can't ever remember. Okay. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, crazy stuff going on back in those days. And then we try to piece it all together. And, you know, sometimes we remember that. Sometimes we remember uh, it a different way. (laughs) So it just depends on what day people caught us on back then and asked us that question. We're like, oh, probably here, probably there. I think once, I think we're like, maybe it's a monster truck rally. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, what? So when you when when you were him were getting together and he showed you all of his uh, monster stuff that he's gonna bring out on stage, did you did you think that's he, that he was gonna be like like I know it's like the Rob Zombie like White Zombie um, tale, but when you when you saw his whole entourage of like monster stuff and, and video screens back in the back, back in the back. Did you think that was a, like a, like a, like, Oh my God, this is so cool. Or did you like, ah, people are not going to dig this too much. You know, the, the, the after creep walking around, you know, cause, cause, cause I remember going to the shows and I did see you play and, uh, yeah, there, there was this like 10 foot giant robot, you know, just walking around. And I thought that was the coolest thing on earth. Did he or you have any like questions about if 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 that if if all of that was gonna work work out or not? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> all the, it all it all got tested out, you know, beforehand. Right. Okay. I mean, I do remember Rob having an idea about a giant prop that we couldn't use that was for. Never gonna stop. Yeah. I believe it was. Where's the lyric in the song that says the devil rides a dinosaur, and he and he wanted to make a big T Rex with the devil riding it to go around the stage, and it was just ended up being you know too big. Too too big. Yeah. I wonder how how, how that would work out. That that that's not like a cool idea, you know. Yeah, that's that cool. Yeah, but I guess it's, <laughs> I guess um um when when you make a bigger prop like that, it it would cost a lot of money. And like you said, stage space, you know, you got to be good. And, you know, I, I think it would take up a whole truck by itself, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that also would cost driving a whole different truck, too. So, yeah. <laughs> right. right. So, um, uh, let's talk about your new album, The Grits of, of the Mesopotamia. It's a great album, great song. Like I said, it's a single where, you, where everybody can download right now. Um. It's about aliens living on Mars, and one day they will come to extinguish or exterminate the human race. Correct. 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 Yes. So yes. is yeah, the, so is the new, new album going to be uh, like a classic album about aliens or and humans, or is it like just one song on your new album? Yeah. No. I I wrote a whole bunch of songs on that subject kind of ancient aliens subject you know and i did it way back in like 1992 91 somewhere around there you know it didn't go over very well back then i don't know how well it'll go over now but it seems like that 
got more popular in recent times, the ancient aliens, you know, with the ancient aliens show and just everywhere you look, it seems like there's UFOs and aliens. So, right. so it kind of got me back into it again. And I digging up, you know, old lyrics from 30 years ago. And yeah, just, I did about four to six songs of, you know, that style, the ancient aliens. Okay. Nice. Well, um, I I think two years ago, uh, the government came out and it's like, yep, aliens are here. And they were like, we don't care. We we knew all along that they were. And so we, <laughs> I remember, I remember that. Yeah, it was like yeah. they said they found two. I believe it was two vehicles, two otherworldly vehicles, not made on this planet or something. Right. And yeah, nobody cared. Yeah, it's like there was like five. There was like five people that cared. Yeah. Like, it was like. <laughs> We know that here you don't, you didn't need to come out and say it, but um, science theory I I have been told is um that there's like evil aliens and good aliens fighting on the dark side of the moon, actual moon. So I find so I, I find like like alien theories kind of cool because you cause you, you never know what's you know what's lurking out 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 in, in outer space, you know. So yeah, I mean you you can hear Buzz Aldrin talking about uh the UFOs flying around the moon when they first went up, you know, when they first landed on the moon, it's not about the UFOs following them around the moon. And they're like scared to get off the huh. scared to land on the moon and get out. But you know, everybody's watching them. So I never heard of you know, that. Is, yeah. I got it. That's it. He tells that story all the time, but, oh. but I guess no one. And he's on, and that Buzz Aldrin, he's on the Ancient Aliens from time to time, and he'll—I've t- heard him tell that story on that show also. Oh well, I guess I need to research that because I never heard him talk about any. Well, I—I I never watched Ancient Aliens, but I, and I guess I should have because I'm very interested in, in the whole lore of aliens and, and humans coming together. There's some, there's some other good ones about the International Space Station where. Everybody saw the angels outside the the space station, and they're all just you know hanging out outside the space station. Freaked everybody out. Yeah. I don't know. There's I mean, some pretty interesting stories, you know. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, going back. A to lot your... of them are not true, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to your music though. Um, which okay, so in your career, whole career, um, if you could. Pick two albums. One is the is like is the hardest album to record, and one is the most easiest album to record. Which two albums would you pick? Or I mean, I'd probably have to, to go back to the old days with Screw. Whenever all the computers weren't very good, and we're having to record on the keyboards and reels of tape, and it's just pretty time consuming. Yeah. Now it's pretty easy because it's all the computers are really good, so it just doesn't take long. Right, right. After you got the idea. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I guess whenever computers started getting a little bit better, all so anything back like around nineteen ninety five and earlier was way more time consuming than anything now. Right, right. Which which makes sense because computers can do anything nowadays. So, um, back when computers had two hundred fifty meg hard drive. Yeah, that was a lot back then. Now it's like terabytes upon terabytes, and who knows how you know what the next ten years might bring. Um, okay, so we have um, 
one more question for you, and then we'll 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 let you let you out here. We'll let you go. Um, so th- this podcast is called "When Words Fail, Music Speaks," and that can be farther from the truth. Is there a song that you can hear um, that you can't tell anybody how it makes you feel? It's so it's so it's so impactful you impactful for you to hear. Uh, not really. No. Okay. No. You just like all kinds of music, right? Yeah. 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 I'm the same way. Oh, um, and uh, and what's one guilty pleasure um uh song song or band that you that that that, that you have? What's say that one more time? What is? Do, do you have any um songs that are like guilty pleasure? Oh. Uh, not really. I mean, I like I have a pretty weird musical taste just from growing up with, uh, you know, I grew up with my grandparents and uncles and stuff, and they're always listening to like, you know, Frank Zappa and the Bee Gees. And yeah, all them good stuff. Yeah. Casey and the Sunshine Band and stuff, yes. and like that's the stuff I grew up listening to. Right. Yeah, it's all great. Stuff. And I still, I still like all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I still got. Yeah, and it's all. I still good. got the Bee Gees and Casey and the Sunshine Band in my iTunes. Nice. Uh, Always good stuff. Always good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, for anybody you listening, um, you can visit his tattoo shop um, in Branson, Missouri. Go to RiggsMonsterTattoo.com. Uh, the website is ComingToEarth.com. Uh, he's on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, YouTube is uh, coming to what. All Mars Coming Earth, except for Instagram, which is Coming Earth official, correct? Yeah, Instagram is Coming Earth official. Right, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and and uh, and we're not on TikTok yet, are we? Because I know that TikTok is um, kind of a, like a, you know, kind of yeah, weird no, thing. So I don't, I don't, I, I don't mess around with that. You're not on, okay? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I tried to, but I don't, I don't think I understand the whole premise of it, you know, yet. So I'm, 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 I'm still learning. So I uh, messed around with it for a minute, but then I got other stuff to do, so I failed on it. There you go, there you go. So, uh, we thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, we hope to, to, uh, we hope to God you come back soon and uh, talk, talk more about music with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you.